0: Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, Mother Daughter Team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio.
1: I'm Dr. Heidi with my mom, Dr. Gloria. And we're talking about healing from within, and our second guest today is Suzanne Toro. Suzanne's personal experience of pregnancy loss and seeing her husband through a course of cancer treatment has reawakened her true life purpose to be of service. She is the author of Bare Naked Bliss and host of Karma Dharma Radio. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. Thank you. Hi, Suzanne. It's great to have you on. Hi. It's great to be here. Well, Suzanne, I want to move right along, because you've got quite a story, and I love your book, Bare Naked Bliss. Thank you. I love the cover. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I love the name. Yeah. <laughs> Bare Naked blue, bliss, bliss, Loving From Within. Well, what I really want to start with this show, because we're going to, we're going to have some music, too, because Suzanne has uh, uh, has done a song, Loving w- From Within. Who sings that?
0: Her name is Anne Heaton. She's a musician and songwriter. And you wrote the words? Yes. We actually collaborated together and with one other gentleman, um, Ryan, who works with my friend Apple. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And we, um, you've got a lot of poetry
1: in your book, too, Bare Naked Bliss.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: wonderful poetry in there. So you're going to want to get this book. You can get it on Amazon, and we'll talk about uh, Suzanne's websites. Before we get into that, I want to say, you know, in reading the book, I have met you, and I didn't realize that you were raped as a teenager, so I, I think that is kind of key to our audience out there because you were raped as a teenager, and then you had um, some a pretty horrendous pregnancy loss where you had to, the baby died, and you had to have an abortion. Right? Correct. And so do you think that those past experiences, those woundings, because you talk about wounding in the book, do you feel that those, those past experiences, because I'm wondering with our audience out there, if they've had a loss recently, but yet they had some past experiences that were making them not feel uh, as good about themselves or as worthy, or does it all come together?
0: I think definitely it does. I think there are so many layers when you experience um, extreme trauma or tragedy that you have to go through a process you know, step by step and you think maybe you've moved past it <laughs> and then come to find out you have to revisit it again and look at it a little bit differently later on. And I definitely did that when I was writing this book, especially um, from being raped as a teenager. I started to really witness it a lot differently than I had at that moment when I was just trying to cope and get through that, you know, that trauma at that time. Mm-hmm. And I would think that that you can't
1: help... I mean, it sounded like from the book that you really hadn't resolved that when you had your other losses.
0: No, yeah, definitely not, because I never had the tools to fully make peace with that, and even just the awareness. And I think finally, you know, when I lost my child, that it, being at that moment, especially in that abortion clinic in such shock, I was able to suddenly just see this big global view of everything that had happened and... Even though I couldn't fix it right in that moment, I just had the awareness that I was going to be able to move forward and really help others by walking through what I was walking through and had walked through in the past.
1: And when we, uh, when after the break, I want to talk a little bit about your advice to people, but introduce your song to us because I think it's it's such a healing song. And I, I love it. And could you tell us about that and and the wording for that?
0: Yes, it's called "Loving from Within" and. When you might first listen to it, you might think it's a love song to someone else, but it's really a love song to yourself, and it's about waking up and connecting to who you are and realizing that all the love that you need and the power to heal is all within yourself and just really reminding you to return home, and that home is just within yourself. Wow, ah, one- wonderful I love
1: that. So uh, why don't we play that now, and then we'll talk about it a little bit after we hear it mm mm-hmm. oh. Powerful. Thank you. Yeah, that is wonderful, Suzanne. I love that loving from within. You know, well, you you had a lot. Your your husband had uh, testicular cancer. You've had to have um, in vitro. Uh, I guess you you froze the sperm and then. Yeah, we did artificial yeah. insemination. Yeah, artificial. That's the yeah. word I wanted. So you had that. You know, you had this traumatic experience as a kid and. I know our audience out there is feeling shaken by the things that have happened to him, and this idea of loving from within is so powerful. And the idea that, like you said, Suzanne, all the love that you need and the power to heal is within yourself. We right. have that within ourselves. We don't need to look externally for that. So, Suzanne, tell us about your journey a little bit. How how did you get started? When did you finally realize that you could find this and, and you know, what can our audience do if they're kind of wandering around in the desert right now wondering?
0: I, what it happened really for me was just surrendering to myself, because we can accumulate what I call a lot of baggage, and we have to suffer, and all the listeners that have gone through tragedy right now, that's part of, you know, our life experience, and it defines who we are. And we have a choice. We can hold on to that suffering. And we can just keep it with us, like I did as a teenager with my rape. I kept it with me for a long time and let it be present in so many different aspects of my life. Or at some point, we decide, you know what, I want to transform this energy and I want to, you know, create power and peace with it and let myself be free of it and either serve others with it or just let it go. And so I think at that moment, you know, when I lost my son, I just was finally like, you know what, I want to let all of this go and welcome in what I'm supposed to do with all of this suffering that I've walked through, and that's what I did. Now, you started out uh, with some meditation, right? Did your,
1: didn't your husband give you uh, something to go to the Deepak Chopra Center?
0: Yes. He, at that time, gave me a gift to go there for a week to a course called Soul of Healing, and it was a very big gift in a sense for him to give me such the time and just to surprise me with something when I didn't really want anything. As you know, when you're, you're feeling such grief, you really aren't asking for anything except just trying to get the pain to, to calm down and not feel so numb. So he gave me that, and that, that started me allowing myself to really deep dive deeper into that surrendering process.
1: I like the Surrendering is a wonderful word because it's is the time when you say, you know what, it is what it is. It happened, and there's nothing I can do about it uh, except to try to take care of myself, I guess, the loving from within. Can you talk a, a little bit about the bridge? I know that that's one of your aspects. You talk about the book, and I would suggest you get the book because Suzanne's got some wonderful ways that you can work on that inner healing. But talk about the bridge.
0: Yes, the bridge, as you mentioned, I... Did the silence was a big confidant for me, just being still with myself and not trying to react too much to the emotions that were running through me in any of these different life experiences that I've walked through. But the, in working with individuals as they're going through their own journey, I've realized that it's not so easy for everyone to be silent and still, especially here in North America. So the bridge is are just is a simple concept that people can. Infuse in their daily life, and I even do it with my kids, is, is if you do those acts, they, they bring you to that stillness and the same side effects that you get from meditation. So the bridge just stands for being present, respecting yourself and others, uh, inspiring yourself and others, and detaching from what you think should be. And that's the hardest thing, I think, in the healing process is you have to let go and, and that takes some time. That takes some time, a lot of time. And sometimes, you know, you, you'll always have a, you're always going to be attached a little bit, but just trying to allow yourself to detach and then to give, give of yourself. Um, when you move into a place of service, when you move out of that place of having others care for you, when you're stable enough to do that, it's very healing. And you're, um, you are in a place that's not, wanting to take from others, it's not wanting to even take from yourself and it's a beautiful healing space to be in when you give and most people when they're in service or go do community service feel that connection so I think that's a really important thing to incorporate into your life and then the last is to exchange, have a dialogue with others, Um, have a community of support and a community of people that inspire you and will help you grow and transform even your grief or things that you know, feed your soul, passions that you love to do, whether you're a writer or a doctor or a lawyer, any of those things, having an exchange, a community.
1: I didn't, that's so important, being around people who nurture you. And we call them, for the early grief process, Heidi and I talk sometimes about finding safe people yes. that, that you can grieve grieve around and then finding inspirational people too. Well, Suzanne, before I get on, I want to talk a little bit about men, masculine and feminine energy and about um, a sense of humor. But before I do that, I want to let people know a little bit more about you because you are an amazing woman. And uh, not only has she just produced this book, Bare Naked Bliss, but she has her own radio show uh, that you can hear on the Internet. She has a great website. Can you tell us about those and how people will find them and give us the name of your show and the whole thing, Susan?
0: Yes. I have a radio show on Lifestyle Yaktivate or com. It's called Karma Dharma Radio and where all is possible. I, the intent for the show is to feature people doing amazing things around the world and to celebrate them infused with music a little bit of meditation sometimes, and just to create a dialogue to inspire others. And also I have a website called SuzanneToro.com, and that shows the different projects I work on. I'm a creative visionary and a strategist, so it also spreads and celebrates all the amazing things like you guys do, open to hope, around the world to inspire others and to allow them to connect with each other. Isn't it, it's so much
1: fun to be in service, isn't it? Getting back to the bridge. When yeah. you when you start doing that, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Definitely. And people are so great to come forward. We'll talk a little bit about this mas- masculine-feminine energy because uh, people don't, uh, you know, we talk about how men and women grieve differently, but we don't talk about the fact that we have it in ourselves. Yes. And uh, could you talk about that a little bit as far as grief goes?
0: Yes. As far as grief goes, when we're healing, especially in relation to a loss of someone or even in my instance of being raped, something happens. We, something's out of balance in us, and we have two forces, both the masculine and the feminine. And when we have that loss, it's really important to kind of witness what you need. Are you needing nurtured? Are you needing someone to come in and give you feminine energy to kind of bring you back in balance because you feel like that's been taken away from you? So, like, when I lost my, my son, I you know, my mother, the ability for me to be his mother was taken from me, and I really needed to be nurtured. I needed to be nurtured by my mother. I needed to be nurtured by my husband. I just needed to, be, to know that that feminine energy and my ability to nurture my kids would all kind of be restored and brought back into balance. When I was raped, um, the masculine energy was totally violated, and I had to really it took years for me to even understand and probably I didn't completely understand until I went through the journey of writing this book how important it is to not run from the energy maybe that violates you or that has been stolen from you so if you've lost someone maybe you've lost a, a son or a daughter part of that you have to look at your being the feminine energy or the masculine energy energy is being removed from you and how can you bring it back into balance into your life?
1: And sometimes you have to re... I mean, sometimes people get too caught up in that masculine energy. You know, they want to sue everybody and they want to do this and they want to do that. And, you know, and they have to... The feminine seems to lay low, a little quieter right. kind of thing. So so getting that balance back, I I think that enough has not been said about that. I, I really liked, found that very interesting thought in your book. Well, talk a little bit about having a sense of humor.
0: Sense of humor... Well, I think that most of our society has forgotten how to laugh and have fun. if you think of a little kid in the park and their belly laughs and how easy they just amuse themselves, somehow we've been conditioned as a society that it's just not appropriate all the time in certain places, and that is so healing. The, the aspect of laughter actually just does so much to your physical body, your mental body, and your spirit body. So the more that you can bring that into your healing process, the faster that you're going to feel levity and that lightness because it's suffocating. When you're, when you're down below all these emotions of loss, you, you can't get out. You feel like you're in a bag and you can't get out. And the laughter is just a, a great escape, and you, it really puts you in present moment awareness. You know they've really found that some people can just uh, people have done
1: groups and stuff where people just stand and laugh
0: right
1: uh, even though they're not you know feeling like laughing and and suddenly it just builds and the whole group starts laughing and you know it's very interesting i've seen this, uh, people do this at, at grief uh, groups very interesting Yeah and there's and there's laughter yoga um classes that you can actually take where people are laughing Yep yeah so, Suzanne, um, we're going to get ready to close the show in a minute, and I, I wanted to uh, thank you for being on because I I just think this book, as again, is amazing, and you're a, a really great person, and I hope people will go to your sites and take a look at everything you're doing. And uh, we wanted to go out and play at the show, uh, Loving Within, again, because Heidi and I were so impressed with that. And, my goodness, if people could get that
0: message, wouldn't it be amazing? Yes, very amazing. Very happy, balanced uh, world we can all live in. Yeah. well, and, you, I, and
1: I love the idea that you have a radio show where you interview people that inspire others. Yeah. That is so wonderful. Thank you. So, Suzanne, do you have anything you'd like to say to our audience out there about healing and healing from within and whatever your experience or any closing uh, things that you want to say for us?
0: Yeah, I would like to say... Um, well, and it's your, your title, but being open to hope and open to the possibility that you will feel peaceful and you will no longer have to hurt and just feel like you're below this. Just honor yourself in this time. Honor the emotions and trust that everything you need is inside of you and that if you don't have the power to connect with that right now, surround yourself with people like open to hope friends family that are going to help you through this rough time and you will make it to the other side just just trust that's all you have to do is trust right and again you can
1: lean on our
0: our hope yes. for you thank you guys so much for being there i think it's i you know i have a deep gratitude for the service that you're providing for so many so thank you well Thank you for being on the show, Suzanne,
1: and uh, we hope to see you soon. Yes. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank
2: you.